What's going on everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this week two edition of uh, Short Yardage pregame. And of course, as soon as I start recording, my phone is going to start uh, receiving text messages. Um, that's just, that's just going to be part of the podcast. But um, yes, it's week two. The Seattle Seahawks are 1-0 coming off of a big win in Hotlanta, uh, where they looked very impressive in basically all facets of, uh, of football. Um, there was a lot of talk um, about, you know, um, the defense giving up so many passing yards to Matt Ryan and company. Um, but you must accept the fact that when your team is up by multiple scores throughout the game, um, the opposing team is going to have to throw the football quite a bit and it causes, um, you know, uh, those type of stats to have a, you know, to, to inflate, um, the game was not nearly as close as the court as the score suggested and the stat line, um, from the Atlanta offense, particularly in the passing game, um, really ends up not meaning too much. Um, the Seattle team was impressive, um, all the way around. Um, and, uh, now we're going to go ahead and return to the clink, uh, for the first time this season and take on Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. Uh, the, we, we cannot seem to get away from Cam Newton. We, we, Cam Newton is just, is like, uh, is, is, you know, fate Fate has intertwined Cam Newton and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, it seems like the for the entire Pete Carroll, uh, Russell Wilson era, uh, it's just it, it, undoubtedly we're going to see Cam Newton. Um, you know, it seems once a year. Um, and even when he goes to a different team, a team that we don't even see very often, when he goes there, we end up seeing him. Um, so it's going to be a uh, uh, another test. I think this game is going to really allow us to see, you know, the state the state of our Seattle Seahawks. Um, where do we stand? Where 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 are we? The, this this season is is very unorthodox in its you know um, in its you know in its beginnings. You know, there was the 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 off season was. Uh, abbreviated with no with no um, preseason, so those four games that we just didn't get to see. Um, but you know, the more I think about it, the more I, I outside of just the team's um, individual, you know, uh, processes, you know, between you know figuring out who should stay, who should go, who should be where. Um, I, I don't really buy into the notion that you know the tape on other teams. Um, is so valid when it comes to actually playing during the regular season. I, it's a very well-known concept that uh, teams in the preseason do not really display what they're going to show in the regular season when it comes to their ones, right? When it comes to when it comes to the ones, you don't show that in the preseason. Like, why would you? You know, what teams do in the preseason, they rarely do in their regular season. With it, certainly without certainly with no regularity. You try, you try things that you, that you aren't sure about things that you, you know, concept things, you know, and then you're letting the, um, other guys show if they're going to be able to, per, to, to produce and perform 
on the big stage. But it's not about, you know, showing what you're going to bring to the table in the regular season. So not having tape on these teams in the preseason, I don't think weighs as much um, as a lot of folks tend to, um, you know, tend to hang on it. Um, But that being said, um, the New England Patriots went into Miami last week. Um, was it in Miami or was it New England? Um, and that, 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 uh, detail escapes me right now, but they played against Miami. Um, and I wasn't overly impressed by the New England offense. Um, and frankly, the defense either, um, even given the, 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 the fact that the, you know, Fitzpatrick and I say, I, you know, uh, they call him Fitz Magic. Well, I think his name should have been Fitz Tragic uh, on on in week one because I mean three picks he threw, and as far as I'm concerned, all three of those picks were avoidable. I think one of them, the receiver, was kind of falling down. Like the first one um, to uh, Stephon Gilmore. I mean Gilmore's a great a great corner in this league. I think he was Defensive Player of the Year last year. You can't argue that the New England secondary is good. Um, but when I, from what I saw, I saw more of, um, a, a defense being opportunistic against a poorly play against a, a, a poor offense, um, than anything else. Um, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't manage a sack in the game until, until midway through the fourth quarter, which certainly bodes well for the Seahawks because Russell Wilson, uh, taking sacks, um, the Seahawks, Offensive line giving up sacks is certainly a worry for us. It has been and it will continue to be, I'm assuming, for some time till we ever, you know, establish some longevity, um, uh, you know, of, of, you know, Russell Wilson not having to run for his life. He's been doing that for his entire career. Um, so, you know, sacks are a big deal. Uh, Russell Wilson's first drop back of the 2020 season was a sack. I mean, if that if that doesn't tell you something, you know, then, you know, then, you know, there you go. Um, let me get a sip of my drink here. So I wasn't overly impressed by New England's defense. Um, I just think that the, and, and Miami hung around for the whole game, you know, um, so I it, it at least appears that New England may have taken a slight step back, at least earlier this season. Newton was um was was workmanlike in his in his production um in his uh, uh uh New England debut 15 for 19 throwing the ball uh 155 yards no touchdowns no interceptions um but i mean it was he, he just he was just tossing the ball around he threw the ball downfield very irregularly um you know so uh, I'm not quite, I'm not so worried about what he's going to do throwing the football. Um, 15 rushes for 75 yards and two touchdowns though. That's, that's the thing with Cam Newton, right? He's going to run the football. New England is a brand new team on offense now with this, with this Cam Newton, um, you know, the Cam Newton effect. Um, I mean, he ran the ball literally the same amount of time that he threw the ball. Um, and his running, the, his running, his running game was far more effective. Um, I believe that we are going to. I mean, we, we've Pete Carroll's Seattle Seahawks 
have made history by handling Cam Newton. I think we're all like all in the Pete Carroll era. I think we're six and two against Cam Newton. Um, I think we've lost to him once in the regular season and once in the playoffs. Um, you know, but I, I we we have handled Cam Newton and his running ability uh, for the most part um, over the last decade. Um, you know, so I, I think we consider. I, 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 you know, what I look at it is with this secondary shored up the way that it appears to have been on the Seahawks defense. Um, I think if this game might had if this game might have been played last year, we might be in trouble. Uh, the way that the, our secondary has just not been, um, you know, it just hasn't been as good as we want it to be. And the most recent game against Cam Newton, I believe we we won that game as well. Um, you know, but um, th- this game could be trouble for us um, if if we didn't have our defense apparently uh, shored up the way that it, that that it that, that it looks to have been. Um, a lot of play action, a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, draw, a lot of, um, you know, uh, it looks it looks what looks to be um, RPO was what, you know, what they seem to be running there um, in, in New England now, which they which is completely 180 out of what they've done with Tom Brady, you know. Um, you know, run pass options is not a Tom Brady thing, <laughs> but with Cam Newton there, it's a whole new deal. Um, and Seattle's going to have to uh, adjust to it. There is, you know, you got Sonny Michelle, who's a good running back. Um, he was 10 carries for 37 yards and a touchdown. Um, Rex Burkhead was seven carries for 32, um, you know, 3.7 yards to carry for Michelle, uh, and over four and a half yards to carry for Burkhead. I mean, with the, with those two guys in the backfield with Cam, it does give you a lot of options. You have to respect the chances that that Cam is going to run. Um, so it, it, these these linebackers um, uh, on the Seattle side are going to have to have their head on the swivel. They're going to be aware. Um, I don't I don't see this game, um, uh you know, uh, being a blowout, this, this could, this, this game could go well into the third quarter before we really, um, see who's really pulling away with it. Um, just based on what we saw, uh, against Atlanta though, I, I just feel like, um, you know, the, the, the offense, the offense from Seattle, um, was just so on, it was so on and the passing game, you know Atlanta's Atlanta's secondary is nowhere near as good as 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 uh, New England's, so I don't expect for Russell to have a you know 140 well 148 passer rating like he did um in week one. Um, I expect the run game to come out this week. Uh, New England's running game um wasn't you know what did, didn't appear to me to be um uh, all that formidable. Um, it's not known to be very formidable. Um, so the running game is going to be a huge issue. Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, uh, didn't have big numbers against Atlanta. Um, but they, but the times they did touch the ball, um, you know, they, they, the, the, the yardage was good. They, 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 they ran effectively, although not for very many yards, um, individually as a team, it wasn't bad. Um, you know, so I'm expecting to see the run game. Uh, this week be a huge factor. Um, 
And this is going to be about tackling. The New England, the, the New England team, they spread, they spread out. They do their, you know, Cam Newton's going to run the ball. They're going to do a lot of option stuff, read option. They're going to do RPO, uh, play action. There's going to be a lot of moving parts in this New England offense. So it's going to be about tackling. Missed tackles will be the death of the Seahawks on Sunday night um, if we can't make sure that we have, you know, our head on our shoulders there. That's going to be the deal. That's going to be the deal. Um, I'm not worried about Cam Newton throwing the football. Uh, uh, Ryan Fitz, Ryan Fitz was 20 for 30 for zero touchdowns and three picks. And I think those, those picks were for the most part, all his fault. Okay. So I, I, I don't see that the, the new England, uh, defense really pushed him into those picks so much as he just threw bad, you know, made, made bad decisions. Um, again, as I already said, um, you know, only gave up one sack Miami did. And that was until it wasn't until the fourth quarter. Wasn't until the fourth quarter they gave up the one sack. So if Russell has time in the pocket, uh, we're gonna be fine. I think that's 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 gonna be the the you know the status quo for now and ever, you know, in, in this Russell Wilson Seattle Seahawk era. If Russell has time, forget about it. Russell being Russell Russell not having time is the only way you beat my Seattle Seahawks. Opening up at the clink. Um, it's a, uh, you know, we, we typically don't lose Seattle actually has a league leading 11 game home opener winning streak. So, um, in case you didn't know, yes, Seattle has the best, uh, the best going, uh, streak right now in the league for home openers at, at 11 games, 11 game winning streak in your home opener. So there's that if, if history at all has, at all has its chance of, um, you know, repeating itself, or if it means anything, this is, this is it. Um, but this is Cam versus Russ. Cam versus Russ. Um, Jamal Adams was great in Week One. He was he was active in the in the secondary. He was active, um, you know, in the box. I mean, he has shown that he is going to be a factor in the Seattle defense. And if he has even just as good as a game as he had last week, he's going to be huge in this game this week. Um, you know, Cam Newton's a big quarterback who's going to run with the football. So a guy like Jamal Adams is going to be a guy who can take him down, kind of like Cam Chancellor. I said last week that, um, you know, I, I believe that Jamal Adams stands to be better for our defense than Cam Chancellor ever was because Cam Chancellor was indeed the enforcer in that defense. You had teams that were afraid to go across the middle because you had Cam Chancellor there. He was a heavy hitter. He brought he he brought muscle to that defense. Um, but that was you know he was a decent decent cover man. But that's about all he had was he brought muscle and and that was and that was significant. But Jamal Adams is like a hybrid best of both worlds. He he can lay the wood on you. But he can also get out there and, and, and make those picks and cover. He can get down there and rush the quarterback. He's making tackles in the backfield. He's, he's potentially better than Cam Newton, um, excuse me, than, than Cam Chancellor, um, you know, ever was for us. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. So um, I'm looking at this game again going three quarters, uh, uh, you know, where the, you know, before we realize you know, before anybody starts to pull away, 
and I'm going to see Seattle pulling away midway in the third quarter. Um, and um, I'm looking at a probably a 27-20 uh, victory for the Hawks at the clink on Sunday night. Um, and Seattle is 2-0. 2-0 Seahawks to open up the COVID campaign. And, um, you know, it's a big deal. I mean, this, this is, this is, this is serious business. I mean, again, I said in my first, uh, podcast that I'm, I'm kind of putting a, um, asterisk next to this season because, you know, you've got players that have opted out. You've got, you know, the potential for, you know, players to, you know, to catch COVID and not be able to play abbreviated off season. Um, you know, there's so many things, no matter what happens, People are going to say, well, it's only because of this, it's only because of that. No one's going to agree. So you put an asterisk next to this season. Even if the Seahawks win the Super Bowl, you put an asterisk next to it. Um, but um, to start off 2-0 uh, is going to be huge. After uh, this Sunday night game against the Patriots, we uh, then have to go see the Dallas Cowboys. And if I'm not mistaken... Um, Let's see. The Dallas Cowboys is going to be. No, it's also in Seattle. So um, that's good, too. Right. Home games are always good. We're then going to go to Miami and see Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, And then we're home again for the Vikings. So um, the first month of football, I think, looks pretty good for us. If you know the, the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys, we'll we'll see where we stand with the Cowboys. But I mean, after taking out Atlanta, I'm assuming we beat New England on Sunday night. Cowboys, I'm gonna throw that as a question mark right now, just because. Um, and then the Dolphins, if we come out three and one out of the first four games of the season, hey, you can't ask for a better situation than that out of the first four games. Um, the NFC West appears to be strong. I mean, the Niners are still the Niners, and I won't go too deep into this right now, but the Niners are still the Niners, but they got beat by the Arizona Cardinals in week one. Oh, my goodness. And now, I was so happy to see that, but how happy am I? Are the Cardinals good, or do the 49ers just have a bad week one? Um, the Rams are still good. So, uh, the NFC West could be the, um, the you know, the, the NFC, NFC West, NFC best. Looking forward to seeing it. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game on Sunday night. I hate having to wait till the end of the night to watch my Seahawks, but uh, at least we'll, we'll be on prime time where we very rarely lose um, and beat up on these Patriots again. It won't it won't provide any solace to losing in the Super Bowl. I know they're gonna play all kinds of clips about the Malcolm Butler interception and why they didn't just run the ball to Marshawn Lynch and yada yada yada. It's so I'm so tired of that conversation. I'm so tired of that conversation. I'm sure, but I'm sure it'll be brought up. But um, uh, you know, it's not. This is not gonna atone for that. But you know what? It's gonna matter. We've we've already beat New England actually at New England since that game. So you know, so we're we're you know we we've, we've moved past that. <laughs> we've moved past that. Make sure you go check out uh, the team at Seattle Sports Union. That's seattlesportsunion.com on the uh on the web ssu uh seattle sports union on facebook and twitter 
um, everything Seattle sports from the Mariners to the Mets, and of course our Seattle Seahawks. Check out myself, Abraham Deweese, the rest of the team for our unlicensed professional opinion on um, on the Seahawks and uh, and everything else. Check us out. Like, subscribe, stay tuned. Check me out here. You can find this on Spotify, Podbean, um, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, stay tuned, y'all. This is Rob English, your SoCal Seahawks, signing off. Go Hawks.